Hello and welcome to the Still Space Podcast. I'm your host, Executive Coach Mary Lee Gannon, where my guests and I share fun and simple strategies to manage yourself so that you can show up the way you want in work relationships in life and not default to past behaviors that leave you disappointed. The Still Space is where you learn to take an intentional moment to challenge habitual assumptions that hold you back with enlightened truths that boost your genius. We transform drama, resentment, doubt, unmet expectations, and self-sabotage to executive presence, self-control, deep sleep, healthy choices, and more connection with people who matter while it still matters. It's time. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. Hello, you savvy, wonderful, mindful friend. I have an announcement for you. Over the past few months, many of you have reached out to me with similar questions and struggles, and I realize not everyone is able to participate in my one-on-one coaching program, Mindful Leader Satisfied Life, and my heart has been heavy to find a way to help you. I've listened and I've heard you, and I've worked very hard and I'm very excited to announce to you that I'm launching a brand new coaching program just for you. Cue the band, light the firecrackers, sound the alarm. The program is called the Three C's Lab. And what are the three C's? Confidence, connection, and calm. So you might be working on your career, you might not be working on your career. You might be working on getting a promotion. You might be working on just fitting in better with the people that you work with, not being as angry, not being as upset. Nobody can stand tall in their career, their relationships, or their life without a solid foundation. And this is what I work with with all of my clients. In the three C's lab, you'll learn the tools, skills, and techniques that will allow you to build that strong foundation so that you can be mindful and satisfied in every aspect of your life. It's part group coaching with me, part skills training, and part community. Mostly, you belong to a really welcoming group of people who care about you, your personal development, purposeful life, and satisfaction. Do you ever wonder how you could stop grieving something whose time has passed? Know if it is right to change jobs or change you? Create a hybrid work environment for yourself? Ask for a raise? Get promoted? Get noticed? Stop feeling empty when your life is so busy? Are you tired of waking up in the middle of the night worried about something you can't control? Trying so hard and not getting noticed or valued? Being frustrated managing someone who is passive-aggressive? and underperforming, worrying about your relationship and not knowing what to do, anticipating retirement and questioning your identity. The Three C's Lab includes this, weekly live group coaching calls with me via Zoom, a vault full of skills and tips, monthly interactive workshops with me where I'm training. This is not where I'm coaching people. This is where I'm giving you instruction on things like 
your ego and fear, your persona versus your identity, your energy, the drama triangle, and where you might fall on that triangle. Life transitions and necessary endings, knowing about the source of suffering. That's what's going to happen on the monthly trainings. There will be an online community where we can post and talk to each other all the time, a vault full of coaching and trainings in case you can't be on the calls. And this is the most important thing, life, time, access. No renewals, no subscriptions, no secret hidden messages. All of this, 2K. Yep, that's right. That's it. 2K, all of the above, and you are in for life. You will always have access to all the new trainings, the videos, the updates, and coaching calls. So go over to my website, maryleegannon.com, click on coaching, and follow the information to the three C's lab, confidence, connection, and calm. I'm really looking forward to having you with me. This is the first time I've been able to offer something at this level, and I'm really excited to help all of you who have been reaching out to me so that we can be connected, confident, and calm together. Looking forward to having you in the program. Hello, friend, and welcome to episode 70 of the Still Space podcast, Creating Your Success Sketch. If you don't know where you're going, you are already there. Every goal I have ever had for myself in my life, I have sketched on paper and hung where I will see it every day. I look at it. I believe in it. My vision is concrete. I take action around it. That is how I went from welfare to CEO, wrote two books, built an executive coaching business, learned to paint, and learned to crochet, and found the love of my life. In this episode, we go through the practical steps of how to begin a success sketch, what to include, and how to get doubt out of the way so you have clarity. Human nature tells you to make a plan from the beginning. I think it's kind of hard to start from the beginning if you don't know where you're going. So I prefer to start with the end in mind. Draw what will be going on when you're happy. And you might say, well, I don't know what kind of a role is right for me. I don't know what kind of a partner is right for me. That's okay. Sketch how you're conducting yourself and what it feels like in that state when you are fulfilled. What might you be doing in a key role? Doesn't matter what the title is. Doesn't matter what industry it's in. Are you able to have creative freedom? Are you able to have flexibility? How are your values showing up in this role? Start with the things that matter to you. Form follows function. We can put the form in place later, but we want to know the function of what you'll be doing. So you're starting with the end in mind, drawing what that will look like on paper and posting that success sketch where you can see it every day. Stick people are acceptable. All of my success sketches have stick people in them. You won't forget where you're headed if you have to look at this sketch every day. Post it on a mirror, post it in a bathroom, post it where you're going to be able to see it regularly. When you get mired down in the trivial nature of everyday routines, this will remind you that you have a bigger picture in mind. If you're in transition or wanting to change jobs, don't blindly go to jobs boards and apply with resumes that look very pat because the hiring manager is going to see that and know that you've probably sent that resume to 10 other industries that day. Begin by making sure you want to stay in the same profession. If not, then read up on career choices that interest you 
and in which you have transferable skills. Those are marketability skills that can apply to every profession, and they fall in three categories. One would be the organization of information, one would be communication, and the third one would be information systems and equipment, you know, technology, engineering systems, etc. Sketch yourself in your new role, smiling, being happy in your new office. What does that office look like? Maybe it's your house. Look at yourself in a meeting. Sketch yourself with potential clients or customers. I have an index card with my success sketch posted on my desk and in my bedroom all the time. On the back of a lined index card in a pencil, I've drawn a picture of myself coaching my clients, and the smiles on their faces are the most important thing to me because that's why I coach after an eight or nine hour day. I like helping people get what they want because everybody has the potential to do that. A lot of people need help in finding how to do that by first defining their why. Why do they want it? And so they're making sure that they want the right thing. I find that most people don't really know what they want and they're letting fear drive them. So the first thing we have to do is figure out what that fear is and get it out of the way. And then clarity just comes rushing in for them. For instance, if you're looking for, say, a new home, you don't start by determining the price you can afford. Start with numbering the priorities of what you ultimately want. Proximity to work the right school district, proximity to shopping maybe, number of bedrooms, family room on the first floor, and then we work ourselves into what we can afford. But let's not start with what would be the hardest thing for us to attain. Let's talk about what the dream is. That's okay. It's okay to dream. Picture yourself living in that house actually walking around the house and getting in the car to go to work in the morning. Draw that house on a little piece of paper or on an index card or somewhere where you're comfortable. Diagram it with your office and schools and post it where you will see it every day. Here's my house. Here's my proximity to my office. If you're working out of the office, here's my proximity to my children's schools. If you're leaving home or starting a new life, Where do you ultimately want to end up? I suspect that it isn't in a one-bedroom apartment in a questionable part of town. Perhaps you want to have a small home, small apartment in a nice neighborhood with coffee shops nearby, parks nearby, places where you can meet and connect with people. When you have the answer to what your ultimate goal is, share this with a mentor who will help you form the path to your vision. Life isn't simply about getting through the day to get on to the next task or the next day. It's about making the world a better place for those around us. That life in service, that servant leadership is what brings you fulfillment. It's what makes you satisfied. But how can you get where you really want to be if you don't know where that is? When you have in mind what you ultimately want to achieve, the path to getting there will become clearer. The path to success is foggy only when what you want is foggy. The end result must be clear in your mind in order to get there. You may want to start a business, but do not know what kind of business. Not sure what would be right for you or where you can use your best strengths. If this is true, start reading 
advertisements of business opportunities, start exploring business opportunities. Perhaps you'll see, say, a vending machine business that has a low cost of entry, and boom, you buy it and you become a business owner. Then you realize vending machines are heavy and need to be transported and you don't have a truck. This business requires a lot of time on the road. It's a a 24-hour-a-day business. You don't like to drive. And the business is more competitive than you thought because anyone can purchase the machines and get into it. It's locating them and having a good agreement with vendors that is crucial. And most of those contracts seem to be very well tied up with larger businesses. If you had begun with the end in mind, you might have started by visualizing what your desired ultimate workday would be like. Small office in or close to your home, few or no employees, low overhead, little to no travel, using your multitasking ability and other transferable skills. As you start to frame these priorities, specific examples of lines of work will come to mind for you. Low overhead generally lends itself to service-related work, such as writing, design, temporary staffing, cleaning agency, consulting. If you had wanted to start something creative, that could grow into something bigger. You may be a seamstress who designs coats that can be mass-produced in China or a designer of jewelry made from sea glass. If you are not sure what you specifically want to do, sketch yourself in your ideal work environment and post it in your home office, post it in your bedroom, in your work office, in your kitchen. As the vision becomes clear, you can draw in particulars. No success sketch is final. It's not in a frame. It's loose. It's editable. And here's a rule break for you. Instead of thinking about the things that worry you, start repeatedly seeing yourself at the end of your dream. Not all that you are going to go through to get there, but what it will feel like to be there. Say to yourself every day, I will be whatever that is, a corporate executive, living at the beach, enjoying the love of my life. Make no room in your head for anything outside of that vision. Be very concrete about it. Know what it smells like there, feels like there, sounds like there. If other thoughts creep in, repeat your mantra out loud. I will be, I am doing whatever that is that you want to be doing. Now, here are 10 key questions to help you begin your success sketch. Number one, where do you want to live? Current neighborhood? In the city? In the country? In the suburbs? At the beach? In the mountains? Number two, where do you want to work? Do you want to work from home? Small office, large corporation, close to home, doesn't matter. Number three, do you like to plan things systematically or are you creative and free-flowing? The reason why I ask this is because that will help you imagine your work setup. Do you need a lot of space? Do you need high-end technology? Whatever it is, to support you in a systems way of thinking or in a creative free-flowing way of thinking. It's something to keep in mind. Number four, do you want to take direction or do you want to give direction? Number five, do you have value flexibility in your schedule? That means are you able to not have to be perfectly aligned value-wise but at least generally aligned value-wise? 
Or do you need somebody that understands X succinctly and are not flexible on that value at all? I find that most people are pretty dug in on their values, but their time is flexible, okay? So they have some flexibility in how they'll look at what the hours of the job are or whether the job is work from home or work in the office or a hybrid. Number six, do you like to work on one task at a time or do you prefer multitasking? That's going to give you clear indication on if you want to take on a multifaceted project or are you linear and you want to do one thing that leads to the next to the next. Number seven, do you like to travel during a typical day or prefer to work in one set location or do you want to mix? Number eight, do you want to work or live with a lot of people around you or few? Number nine, what qualities do you see in successful people? Are you cultivating these in yourself? Do you see a good sense of listening? Do you notice a resilience? Do you notice good executive presence? Do you notice risk-taking? Note those qualities and notice how you are experimenting and exhibiting those qualities. Number 10, do you mark your calendar so that every two months you monitor your progress? What's changing? Adding or editing your success sketch when necessary. Here's an example of a story. It's Kellyanne's story. At the age of 30, Kellyanne Dinoff had her dream job. She was a marketing manager for a market-leading technology company. She had absolute autonomy, a top salary, and worked with great people in an exciting startup. And then, unfortunately, the startup went bust and she was laid off. Greatness crashed immediately to despair and Kellyanne found herself among the ranks of the unemployed. With a determined attitude, she began her search for a new job only to discover that her challenges were mounting. A week after being laid off, she found out that she was pregnant. It was a joyous occasion for Kellyanne and her husband, but realistically, she knew it made her mission for employment questionable. Now she had to find a job while trying to disguise her pregnancy because whether we say that the world is friendly to pregnant women or not, it's still risky for her to go and apply for a job against another candidate who isn't obviously pregnant. As her belly grew, her job prospects dwindled. Kellyanne recalls resigning herself to taking independent contract work to supplement income, vowing to start her job search again once her baby was six months old. Seven months after the birth of her daughter, Kellyanne resumed job hunting and was contacted by a former colleague who was launching a company. He needed a marketing director but could not employ her full-time. She again resigned herself to taking contract work while still not interested in being self-employed. Kellyanne felt owning her own business was more than she could handle, that the chances of success were slim while the risks and investment of time and money were great. She just wanted to work and collect a paycheck, even though the longest she had ever held an employed position was two and a half years, and she had been laid off from every job she ever had. Still, she was searching for her next dream job. In the meantime, more contract work kept coming her way. The realtor who sold her and her husband their house needed help marketing and new development, so Kellyanne designed ads and created marketing materials for her. 
She helped friends develop plans and strategies for marketing their new businesses. Prospects of full-time employment had been few and far between, as only positions demanding long and unpredictable hours with frequent travel were available, not conducive to a new family and a new mom. Still, Kellyanne was not interested in being self-employed. The right job was out there and she would find it. Seven years later, Kellyanne had yet to find full-time employment. Instead, she had acquired a steady stream of interesting projects that continually led to more and more contract work. She was filling a need in the business world that could not be met with full-time employees. Those employees who were much more costly and contracted herself out with short-term work. I was working less hours than I had at my real job, was healthier, happier, and earning good money, remembers Kellyanne. It dawned on me, finally, that I had found a new job, my dream job, as a business owner. Kellyanne's husband, a successful entrepreneur himself, became a mentor in helping to establish herself as an independent contractor, eventually incorporating Asanance Communications, a boutique marketing company agency. I stumbled into my dream job in this accidental business, she admits. The business has grown by 50%, and I, she says, I have more freedom, satisfaction, and security than I ever had in my secure corporate positions. The only thing Kellyanne wishes is that she would have realized earlier that she was in business for herself for the long haul. She would have started marketing herself as a company rather than as an individual much earlier. Had I done this, she said, I believe my business would have been even bigger than it is now. She has created a network for colleagues that want a better balance of work and personal life. Many of the contractors, she says, that she hires are women, like herself, who have left the workforce and do not want to go back to that 50 to 60 hour a week job. She said, and we are all doing the things that we'd like to do while having control over our own destinies. Remember, begin with the end in mind and post your success sketch where you can see it every day. Even though Kellyanne hadn't done that, she now realizes that had she done that, she would have been more accepting of herself along the way as she was building her own business. Think about the things that are important to you, your family time, close proximity to work, work that you love, flexibility, predictability. Don't just look to find a job. Craft your own destiny based on where you ultimately want to be. And here's a really good little tool to help you frame in the ultimate of where you want to be. Write your retirement speech right now. How do you want to be remembered? If you really want to start with the end in mind, write your retirement speech now. This exercise will show you where you want to be at the end of your career. It is your job to work on a life plan that will get you there. Think about what it will be like at the end of your career when all of your friends and family are gathered. They're all in a room to celebrate your accomplishments and you are called to the podium to make a speech. Number one, what would be the first thing you would say? Number two, who would you thank for supporting you along the way? Number three, who would you acknowledge and what did they teach you? 
Number four, of everything you have worked on, what was the most important? And number five, what was the most valuable lesson that you learned along the way? The reason why this exercise is so powerful, and I do this with my clients, is because it moves you out of the stuck nature of where you are. It moves you down the road so that you can make sure that whatever it is that you're working on and however you're conducting yourself and whatever goals you're setting for yourself, you have your ultimate values in mind. What would your best friend say at your retirement speech? What would your closest colleague say at your retirement speech? What would a family member say at your retirement speech? And if you don't have the right connection with them where you're confident that they would be able to weigh in substantively, how are you then showing up for those people in your life? How do you want to create better connection with them so that the sketch that you're drawing includes them? We develop the things that we're working on and the things that we are unhappy about are all things that we can't control. So once we can finally get down on paper what it is that means the most to us, then we have our map. Then we have our compass to keep us on course. Wishing you that success sketch today It might just take a few minutes to draft it in pencil on a little index card or a little piece of paper, and you can use an eraser to it. You can always change it, but let's get it started. I wish you that today. I'm glad you were with me today, and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me. 